Hey guys, welcome back to Ageless. We recorded this episode back in December, and I just wanted to say we're really excited to share our New Year's thoughts with you. everyone and welcome back to Ageless. So it is just a solo episode this week and we are going to be talking about all things 2021 and um, looking back at this year a bit and looking forward to next year. Um, so hi guys and welcome back. Hi. Well let's um, cover 2020 first I guess. Yeah. If we, if we must. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah, I kind of wanted to start off with some things that we're grateful for. I think this year we've all learned to prioritize gratitude for what we do have in the small things in life. So, yeah, I wanted to start there. What's something that you're grateful for in 2020? Well, it's funny because I was thinking back, you know, we haven't traveled I haven't, you know, I haven't gone anywhere. We haven't gone on vacations or anything. And I just was thinking about how every time we go on a trip, I the first thing I would say is, you know what, guys, you know what I love about this? It's us together as a family 24-7, doing everything together. <laughs> and now it's literally been nine months of that exact same thing and it's not really a vacation yeah a little (laughs) bit of groundhog day I would say but I think we should try to you know I try to think about it in that way that it is pretty rare that we get so much family time and so I'm I I really feel like we'll hopefully look back on this and say that was a time when we really grew together as a family Mm -hmm. and I think it's not only you know our immediate the family the four of us but I feel like with um family zoom calls talking to my parents um it'll be the first time I won't be home in Illinois for Christmas in my entire life which is really crazy and I'm a little bit scared and sad about that but we've been zooming every week and it ends up you know I I would go weeks sometimes without talking to my brothers or other cousins and other family members and now it's really like we all get together every every week and um I think I'm really grateful for that yeah I think we definitely I mean, I'm definitely closer to my cousins on your side and everything just because previously I would really only see that side of my family once a year, maybe twice a year. And now we speak on a weekly basis, which, I mean, it it means the world to me to be able to speak to those people. And I really don't think that I would have strengthened that relationship just on my own. You know, I wouldn't have set up FaceTime calls. Um, without this so I'm very grateful for that and on the 
you know, four of us getting closer, I think that this is probably one of the last times that Gigi and I would both be living in the house with you guys. And I I definitely think it strengthened our family dynamic more um, just being being together especially like going through this kind of collective trauma together that is the pandemic so and trying to really see find your own joy in things and you know when you only have each other you really have to um sometimes dig deep Mm -hmm. and lean on each other too yeah I think for the things that I'm most grateful for this year Um, I mean, obviously family comes first, but I will say that my mental health care, I said, guys, I believe we recorded a 2020 resolutions episode and I said mental health care was my resolution for 2020 and I, it's my thing that I'm most grateful for for 2020 as well because I really... You know, I started therapy in quarantine. I only do Zoom calls with my therapist, but I love her. And um, that's what I'm most grateful for because I know therapy is something that is, you know, it's a privilege. It's something that not everyone has access to or can afford. And I am so grateful that I get to work on my mental health and become a better person um, for the people in my life um and kind of going off that I wanted to say that I'm very 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 grateful for my girlfriends this year um it almost like makes me choked up to talk about it but I think that quarantine has shown me really who is there for me in the long run like who you know who's gonna be in your bridal party who is oh wait what going to (laughs) be there for you throughout life and I really I believe that I have a strong group of like 10 girls in my life um that I can lean on forever and have gotten me through this year um and I just think like that it's it's so 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 important to me to have those strong girlfriend relationships yeah um something else I'm grateful for and um you know work is important to me and I love it and it brings me great joy so I have to say I'm so grateful for my team that I work with that I mean, now I'm almost getting a little choked up. They just, it was all hands on deck in March, and everybody just gave their all and and is wearing multiple hats and working so well together as a team. We, we are definitely a little bit smaller of a team, but actually much more productive and stronger and business is better than ever and I'm very very grateful for that because ultimately being able to be creative is what brings me great joy and so to be able to have a 
a place to have that um, manifest itself and and be able to work with such amazing creative people I mean that's that's what I'm really grateful for I realize that it's interesting but in a creative company it's more important to have creative people making the business decisions and pushing the business forward rather than a business person that is not creative Mm -hmm. I I mean I I definitely agree I think you see a lot of startups now trying to do you know work with analytics to make fashion work and it just doesn't work like that you need to have creative minds behind creative companies I love that so maybe we can um switch gears a little bit and talk about something we've learned in 2020 Okay, so for me, I, I feel like a, a lot of my life, I was, you know, forging ahead at all costs, white knuckling it, and and if I learned anything, I learned don't fight the universe. You know, it's okay to to let go, and and I think let life sort of unfold and and get off the hamster wheel a little bit. I always think I'm a fixer and a problem solver and a pathological optimist and all those things. And uh, especially in relationships, you're, you're you're your own person. They're their own person. And you, they are not having the same experience that you're having. And sometimes it's not so positive. And rather than try to fix it which is always what I wanted to do I feel that I've learned to validate their feelings those feelings and let someone work through the experience and just be there for them I love that yeah I think that's something that you've definitely gotten a lot better with in our relationship because I think as a mom and just as somebody who's also gone through a lot in life and somebody who has you know made a career but also like made a family through a lot of trauma and a lot of pain that you've gone through I think your coping mechanism in a lot of a lot of times is to just kind of throw a positivity blanket on something and you know deny defy and sugarcoat yes exactly (laughs) deny defy and sugarcoat and this year has taught us that sometimes there's things that you just can't do that for and we I think you've gotten so much better and I know in our relationship in validating how I feel and seeing the reality a little bit more sometimes mm-hmm. um, and letting those things, letting me feel those feelings and then allowing them to pass. And sometimes you need to do that in order to, you know, not let them fester at the bottom of like the dark pit <laughs> that is my feelings. Um, yeah, so something I have learned is definitely to give myself more grace I think that 
I made a lot of big changes in my life this year. I decided to take a semester off. Um, I was kind of, yeah, on a hamster wheel. I think that that image is definitely something that I can relate to. Um, Getting perfect grades at NYU and kind of, you know, checking things off a to-do list um, that I was just constantly filling up with things to do and kind of get that validation from. And this year I've learned that happiness and, and real joy never comes from being on that hamster wheel because at the end of the day you're not going to ever get off of it. I've learned to give myself grace and find validation and joy in things other than school and working towards career goals. You know, I, I think I've found joy in the little things, which I know it sounds kind of cliche, but I've found joy in cooking together as a family and this is I mean I think it's kind of weird to other people but my whole life we've always sat down as a family and had dinner together and that's something that I know I will bring into my family when I have kids um, because it's just something that brings me so much joy and I think it has helped us stay a family unit even as I've kind of grown up and started to become my own person and my own you know, do my own thing. And I know Gigi's a teenager. She's like going out with her friends and becoming her own person. But I think coming together at least a few nights a week, even past this time and, you know, past quarantine is something that I really value. And I hope that to bring that tradition into my own family. Well, I think also thinking about the value of, of, good food and having a nice meal Mm -hmm. it's kind of like right now it's kind of the biggest thing of the day Mm -hmm. you know it's like thinking about sourcing and cooking and and then eating delicious food even if it's something small it doesn't have it's definitely not fancy it's just healthy and good and I think that that is something that you know, I think we were getting takeout or we were, you know, going going out a lot and just finding the um the creativity and cooking mm-hmm. and, and And also I think there's so much to be grateful for in that small you know, what we might consider the small act of cooking dinner together. For me in a time where I know so many families can't afford to do that and are hungry even, you know, in our very community, I think that it's such it's such a joy for me because I feel so blessed to be able to do that. And I would say on the note of gratitude, we have really focused on giving back in 2020 and it's something that we hope to continue to do in 2021. And maybe we can link some charities in the show notes of this episode that we hope to continue to support in 2021 and hopefully you guys want to check out as well. Um, yeah, I think we can 
switch up a little bit and you know I really want to get into something a little bit more fun that I know you guys can take away from this episode which is a product or lifestyle favorite that we know we're going to be taking into 2021 um, so maybe you can start us off. What are you, what okay, this product is gonna, are you obsessed well, with right now? I'm, a, this started, I think this was a game changer for me. This is going to sound very narcissistic, but I ordered a $40 10 inch ring light on Amazon and it's a game changer. I, it truly is. No, because I think I actually read that, uh, plastic surgeons have never been busier and you know speculation is that um people are spending time on zoom calls endless endless hours on zoom calls staring at themselves and you know scrutinizing every little thing and I was doing the same and I also would look at people and think like wow they look so good you know and it's like and and next thing you know you're you know I wasn't even focusing on what I was on the call about mm-hmm. and I'm thinking you know oh my hair looks so my ring light uh has given me so much more confidence and um you know it's a simple little thing but it's it's I feel like it just knowing that you look okay, you just, I think it's, it, I, I'm more able to uh, not be self-conscious and and think about more about what I'm talking about. Yeah, I love so. that. <laughs> and I get to use it all the time for Instagram, so I love it. Um, and TikTok and all of that fun stuff. But... Yeah, one thing that I am definitely taking into 2021 is my new dip powder set that I got from Dipwell. So basically before um, lockdown in New York, we would go, you know, every few weeks to the nail salon and I would do dip on my nails Um just because it's better than gel for nail health and all of that. But I ordered a kit from Dipwell. I believe it's less than $100. And you can get whatever colors you like. I get like a... I have a nude-ish color that I often use. But I feel that, you know, it saves me money because I'm not going to the nail salon all the time even though they're open now in New York um and I just think that it helps you know maintain my nail health by not doing gel all the time so that's definitely (laughs) something that if you are into doing your own nails at home and want something that'll last a little bit longer than a regular polish I suggest it well well, I do I do everything at home, really. Yeah, hair. Hair color, uh, nails, what else? Facials. I love all of the home beauty stuff. I think that I've definitely gotten a lot better at blowing out my own hair with the Dyson. And that's also another big product fave. It's an investment, but the Dyson... I have the Airwrap Complete Set, 
game changer. I love blowing out my hair every week. I just think that like it makes my hair so much healthier because I'm not using heat tools on it all the time um, to style my hair every day. It's just like I do one once a week, I blow out my hair and it's done for the week. Um, so I love the Dyson. Yeah, so those are the products that we're definitely going to be taking into 2021. And on that note, let's get into our resolutions. I feel like we talked about this last year when we were talking about New Year's resolutions, that resolution, the idea of a resolution seems your brain just doesn't want to accept that. So I'm trying to think of my resolutions more, and especially in this year, more as manifestations. So a way of feeling and visualizing. And to me, that uh, seems more important now than goals. You know, I don't really feel like, I, I feel like it, goals aren't the thing anymore for me. I, I just want to think, what, how will this bring me joy? How will this make me feel? Um, I think that there's a cultural mythology of death and destruction before rebirth. So I feel like the idea of a fresh start, the idea of like transformation now, you know, like being able to start the new year and, and have this sort of uh, Pygmalion, my fair lady, you know, going from one thing to the extreme other, you know, is appealing because I think we, we just want change so badly. Um, but why is it bad to have a superficial marker like the new year to have a big transformation? Well, like, I think I really need that sometimes. I mean, I guess you can, you know, people can set their own um I don't think you need lines. to wait for the new year to change. If you want to make a change in your life, make it tomorrow. But for me, the new year is a time to reflect and think about what I actually do want to change. And I think I've told this story on the podcast, but... It was a New Year's resolution that brought me to daily movement and fitness and that has completely transformed my body, my mental health, my entire life. Um, It has become a huge passion of mine, as you guys know if you follow me on Instagram. And I started that journey as a New Year's resolution. So I think that you shouldn't wait for New Year's to make changes, but it just so happens that we're here and this is a time that you can reflect and think back, what what didn't I like about this year? What do I want for next year? And I think this is okay as a superficial marker to think about what do I want to change right now in my life? Yeah, I, I mean, I think pe- some people do it with their birthdays, you know, yeah. they can, or and especially if there's a big, if you're coming up on a big birthday, I think you want to make 
major changes, mm-hmm. but um, I. But I think... you can also do that on a Wednesday night. Yeah. Like, I don't think you need to wait for a superficial marker to make a change in your life. But if it just so happens that you're reflecting on a big marker like the new year, do it. You know, <laughs> let's make these changes now because you are reflecting and you have 365 days ahead of you um, to make that change. And hopefully next year when you're looking back on this, you have accomplished that goal. Like for me, my 2020 resolution was to work on my mental health and start therapy and I did and it's something that I'm gonna now carry into 2021 and hopefully years beyond that so you know it isn't like a rigid start and an end date but for me you know the new year is a time to reflect and make changes that I hope will bring joy to my life moving forward yeah I think I I think My thing is that I don't think a resolution should be quitting something bad or, you know, sort of changing something that you... Frame your resolutions in a positive way. Exactly. What do you want out of this year? Yeah, you should be... What do you want to add into your life? I feel like you should be excited about it because most resolutions, as we know, don't make it past February. Mm. So, like... It should be something attainable, something that you're super excited about, and maybe something that you're already on the path to, you know, greater discovery, and you just are going to really buckle down and, and make it even more a priority. I think it's just very important. Instead of framing it as eat less fast food... Frame it as, I want to eat more vegetables. I want to cook more at home. Um, Instead of phrasing it as, I want to spend less on fast fashion. Frame it more in a positive light as, I want to invest in the clothing that I know I'm going to wear for years and years and years beyond that's going to stand the test of time but also I think there has to be a why to all that why are you doing that yeah because that's gonna be the thing that propels you to succeed in that you know in those goals or those um manifestations or those resolutions I agree well for me I need to have super super specifics when I'm thinking about my resolutions Um, And so I have a few written down, and one of them, to start off on kind of a very, yeah, a very specific um, and kind of maybe a little bit more silly, maybe less about self-growth, but I really want to get into tennis this year. Um, My dad has found tennis in quarantine and really connected with the sport and he loves you know playing tennis with his friends and I think that I really want to pick up another sport because I love surfing we surf as a family and I'm super into fitness and my fitness routine 
but it's a solitary thing to work out most of the time, especially now that, you know, workout classes aren't a thing anymore. But yeah, I really want to get into tennis because it's safe um, and you can play outside and it's something that you can play with friends, with a community. And I really, it's something that I want to invest my time in. And the outfits are super cute. And the outfits are super cute, which is very, very important. <laughs> I'm going to start making tennis stuff, I think. Oh, my God. I can't Wouldn't wait. Wouldn't that be good? Yeah. Um, my second resolution is working on my investments more and getting smarter with my finances. Um, this is something that I've kind of gotten a little bit better with in 2020. Um I bought my first piece of art um, that was just all on my own and I would love to invest more in art this year. I got a credit card finally. (laughs) Um, Some of the basic things that you need to do in adulting and Yeah, so that's something that I want to work on more because eventually I would love to own property in New York. So that is, you know, something that I'm working towards long term and that means working on my finances now. Um, Thirdly, I wrote down that I want to do three new artist collaborations for KitKeenan.com I definitely took a bit of a hiatus from my own company this year and I think that for 2021 I would love to really invest more time into it. I love working on artist collaborations and bringing contemporary art to a younger audience so That's something that I really want to work on more in 2021. Um, And then finally, on sort of a more personal level, I really want to work on my relationship with my biological dad more um, and kind of plan out in a more solid way what that relationship looks like. Um, It has been a struggle since high school I think just figuring out what my relationship with my dad looks like and it has definitely gotten more distance in adulthood and I think that's okay but finding how to make that relationship mutually beneficial to both my dad and I is something that I really want to work on this year as well. Amazing. Um, Okay, enough about us. I really wanted to highlight your guys' voices in this conversation. And so we asked on the Ageless Podcast Instagram about what your resolutions are for 2021, and I wanted to read a few of them. Okay. Beginning the process of starting my own business. Being more present, journaling daily. Forming a healthy relationship with food. Finding comfort in spending time alone. Being more conscious 
and stop the lies I tell myself about how valuable and enough I am. Continue my self-love journey. Floss. (laughs) To continue to reassure myself that time can heal all wounds. Rediscover my passion for creativity that I lost while growing up. Anorexia recovery for real this time. Being honest with myself. Honoring my expectations while realizing everyone isn't able to meet them and that is okay. Oh my gosh, I relate to that so much. Stop letting other people's expectations about how I'm handling my grief affect me. Invest 50% of what I spend on clothes in a more responsible way. Spend more, buy less. Quality is remembered long after price is forgotten. Be more sustainable and influence my family to adjust as well. Less plastic in our household. I like that someone said, call your grandma. I love that. And we've both been better at that this year. Yes. And the sustainability. Mm -hmm. I love that one. Um, That's definitely something that I think we've gotten much better at this year. Mm Mm-hmm. I love find a good therapist to work on bettering my mental health. Girl, that was me last year, and it's changed my life. Um, But I would definitely have to say... Oh, my favorite. My favorite (laughs) is getting even hotter so I can get away with acting even crazier. And with that... And with that... We'll say, Happy New Year, everyone. Happy New Year, guys, and thank you for supporting us through this year. Um, We hope to grow the podcast even more in 2021. That's definitely another one of my resolutions. And we also hope to maybe be putting out weekly episodes starting this year. So So getting even crazier. Getting even (laughs) crazier. So look forward to that. Um, We love you guys so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yes, and we will see you in the next episode of Ageless.